I was going to run you through all the latest scores, but we've got another one of these. First one of the afternoon at Loftus Road, QPR Albion, Rob Gurney. Well, the baggies are in front. It's Kyle Bartley with a header from John Swift's free kick. He made the charge upfield, Bartley, and won the free kick out on the right-hand side and then was on the end of John Swift's delivery in between defenders. Good evening, everyone. Uh, welcome to the Anytime Notebook, the peerless Rob Gurney there on Radio WM, letting us know that we'd back to winner as we uh, as we tend to do. Casually putting up eighteen to one, Carl Bartley in the pod last week, as well as Matthew Pennington scoring midweek for Shrewsbury, uh, astutely mentioned by my colleague, who's here as always. John, good evening. Very good evening, Gavin. How are you? I'm good. It's, it says on my notes here, you're at set piece here on Twitter, but I just wondered whether. I'm not going to quite believe it until I, until you've got that blue tick. Is that is that is that coming along the way nicely? Yeah, invest in a blue I could, tick. If I could afford it, then yeah, it would be um, excellent. Maybe we'll get a pod. Yeah. We'll get a pod. Um, I'll, I'll wait tick. for the sponsorship to pay for it, and we'll. Uh, we'll <laughs> we go might be way. waiting. Uh, John, how was your week? Uh, a week of winners, um, and as usual, I imagine some near misses. Uh, what a, what frustrated you this week about what could have been? Oh, what could have been? Um, there's a lot really sort of truncated week wasn't it so you get a bit confused with, with what was when and lots of cup games and little little games from each league um going back to last weekend uh fa cup seems a long time ago now uh newport long throws were the biggest eye catcher for me again i know we mentioned it last week uh, it just baffles me how the last management team had that mickey dimitri long throw and thought oh, i know let's never use it <laughs> Because it, it, you know, he's been there, uh, uh, but it's actually—I don't know if you've seen of him. It's actually a brilliant long throw as well. It's not like a oh, yeah. loopy one. Mm. It's a fantastic, really at pace, it's probably yeah. one of the, the better ones. Yeah. Um, so quite why well, I understand why some managers wouldn't want to use it all the time, but it seemed bizarre. They um, they scored from it in the FA Cup. For those who don't know, and there was also lots of other chaos from similar throws from all over the pitch in the same game. Nearly fell to your man. I've forgotten his name. The poshest man in football. Um, oh, Farky Far- Harsin. Far- Far- yeah. Far- yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I think you might mention it later, but uh, another one of, we'll, we'll call him your man, Dinel Simu had a goal disallowed where he, yes. I think he sort of fouled the keeper, but it didn't look too much in it to me. Uh, he looks. That, uh, that was it from the cup. Yeah. 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 I mean, he's doing nothing to to put me off. It very nearly kind of put him up again this week. Thought the uh, been a couple of hours since I checked the price. I think he's around sixteen or so to one. Which so yeah, still a still a good price. Um, away at Swindon, I think Tramway are this weekend. But, but yeah, yeah, he looks like he's a little bit above the level actually. Just in Absolutely. general, looked at some Absolutely. of his other stats. I'm surprised he's gone that low. Uh, a little bit like. Our man Caleb Taylor in League One. It's mm. not just the goal score, and I think it's all round. They're a little bit above the level they're playing. I saw um, Farinho Joseph was a short enough price. He was um, they're at uh, Wickham yeah. at Forest Green, aren't they? But yeah, he there, there is a good example of of how quickly the, the the limited window of opportunity you've got to back these players because um, yeah, Farinho Joseph also you know already looks a bit too small in price, but we, we, he's he's paid us out plenty over the last couple of weeks, so that's good. 
Yeah, we can uh, we'll retire him until he becomes a veteran, veteran in about eight years, and we'll, exactly. we'll mention him again. Um, For more on veterans, there's a few in the, cha- a few in the championship last weekend. Um, they're well in the market. Uh, he went off about five to one midweek, but uh, a ham hodchich for Sheffield United with a um, 0.83 xG, a goal, uh, about six shots, something ridiculous. Uh, Sheffield United had a total of 2.4 set play xG in that game against Burnley, which is the highest of any league this season in England anyway. Um, Burnley leaky again, as you, you picked up first of all. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was about a month ago, but they're also creating quite a lot. For uh, I think Harwood Bellis is coming. He's very much due. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I know. You, you, have you put him up before? No. No. I. I, I um. I saw him quite a bit last season. I never really. Uh, it was at Stoke, wasn't it? I never really rated yeah. him to be honest. But um, but yeah, he's certainly um, playing a pivotal role in that. Burn he that speaks one. well of you, anyway. It's, uh, <laughs> I'm sure he does. Yeah. <laughs> it's normally me slagging off players. What's going on? <laughs> you in the. Uh, but I think with him, he. I think. This is something that you mentioned, which uh, is definitely something to look for. He seems to be like the nod down man, if that makes sense. He seems oh, to win yeah. the first ball yeah. quite a lot, um, but he's still generating. He's winning a lot of them, and maybe it's just because he's the only real threat they've got from set pieces. But he he might come in soon. Uh, Bartley, you've already mentioned uh, Harley Dean, who I mentioned a few weeks ago. He um, nodded one in from the back stick, a well-worked yes. corner for Birmingham. They're again. having a um, – who's the other uh, blue centre? Uh, Sanderson. He's, um, Sanderson, yeah. I've yeah, got a note for him midweek. Well, yeah. He had a good uh, good midweek, yeah, Sanderson. I think I think I mentioned – was it two weeks ago? He was well-backed from nowhere. Um, I think it's just because of the Birmingham set pieces are very good at the moment. Uh, your, your man, who isn't really your man, uh, Dara Lennon had three attempts midweek as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, he didn't score because he doesn't. Um, Middlesbrough as well. I meant to check his price, actually. Could you have a look at this one? Um, Isaiah Jones. He he scored. He had a 0.6 XG, and he's actually playing now as an actual right winger rather than a right wing back since Carrick came in. Da, 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 da. I didn't actually. I completely forgot until I've just read Ooh, these notes back. What keep price. scrolling. Uh, 13 to 2. <laughs> Oh, it's well in the market now then. Mm. Um, but yeah, that's interesting. Well, it's not that interesting that price. But he, if you look at the last couple of games, he, he's a genuine right winger now. He, there's no even right wing back in him at all. Uh, another one I'm going to mention in a little while, so I won't mention him. Um, and Shrewsbury Pennington in League One, the only League One game against uh, Oxford uh, and the marvellous Carl Robinson. Um I, 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 yeah, I saw a bit of that. I saw a bit of that yeah. game. It, it, it kind of it bypassed me the um, Kieran Brown long throws for Oxford. You know, after Elliot Moore popping up on the um, popping up in the notebook over the last few weeks, he, that looks a genuine threat. Um, don't know why I haven't. That hasn't occurred it to me does. before. But um, just watching that game, I mean, there were, yeah, must have been three or four really good chances. Just another another long throw into the area proves what a threat it can be. I was a bit. I still maintain that Shrewsbury are one of the best set-piece teams around now, especially uh, going forward, especially now they've got everyone back because the reason why I didn't back Pennington was Oxford have basically hardly given away anything all season from set plays. And uh, Shrewsbury generated 0.62, which is very good. Um, Pennington not. Dunkley had a couple of good chances. Uh, Leahy had the most chances of all, Luke Leahy. And those three together was about as good as you're going to get um, at this level. So it was 
quite an interesting game that one actually uh let's just have a look we've got league two midweek um carlisle had really good just general set of players against harrogate uh paul huntington had a good chance yeah uh we mentioned a while ago but one who i'm interested in but unfortunately he's been dropped um is corey whelan who is still fairly young and had hardly any um, metrics, any decent metrics ever till this season, and he, he just and he's actually scored a, a goal or two as well. Um, he had two good chances in the first half midweek, and then he was withdrawn for a change of shape. Mm-hmm. Um, and the week before, he was dropped for a change of shape as well. Um, but he's actually in career best uh, attacking output. So yeah, just bringing him if up. If he here, gets yeah, back inside, he's worth looking at because he's always a massive price. Absolutely. Um, Unfortunately, as he's just started working out how to attack set pieces, he's been dropped, I think. Um, this is always annoying. Uh, I thought the um, Bartley was satisfying. Why right? we 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 talked him up as a as a, a player on the positive list last weekend. All I've heard from West Brom fans after after that result, that win at um, QPR, wasn't it? Was how effective Corbyn has made them from set pieces. And you know, there's a yeah. there's a lesson, right? We I think we've got there a week early, which is perfect for us. I think it's a similar price this weekend. But that's when you that's when you like to see them go in, right? You just get a little bit ahead of the curve. And now I'm sure I'm sure that I'm sure that West Brom set piece um kind of narrative will be um will be something to take over the next few weeks and it could be something that continues um yeah and they're, they're all they're all players that have scored before aren't they as mm. well so you, you know they can do it you, you don't they just haven't maybe they weren't focusing on them or whatever um mm. just i was general, on um, all the general results weren't good i was at a commentary wigan midweek um on Panzo watch no XG but he still remains in the notebook you know inches away from connecting with the header just at at the far post just before half time he's um, yeah just another player that I think when you watch he's just uh, most of the you know most of the kind of Hamer or Allen set pieces kind of tend to try and pick him out Um, although saying that just looking ahead to this weekend I saw um, Jake Clark Salter had an effort for for QPR last week, and that's good timing because he returns to to the CBS this Saturday. Where uh, words can't do justice, John, to how well I think Coventry are playing at the moment. If anyone's listening, knows I'm a, a season ticket holder at the CBS, and um, yeah, some of the, some of the best football I've seen in in twenty years, and um, absolute pleasure at the moment. And looking forward to that. Long may that continue with a couple of games in hand and playoff places within reach. Um, that's for tomorrow, though. We've got—I don't think, yeah—we've we've we've got a bit in the well, a bit in the championship for me and some league too. Should we um, should we immerse ourselves in our in our naps and next bests for the weekend? As always, John, I'll let you lead us off. What's your what's your nap for this weekend? Thank you, mate. Yeah, we've, uh, well, I have. I've switched around here. I've changed my nap at the last minute, even though, even though he might not play. But I'm going for Huddersfield at home to Swansea, and I'm going for Will Boyle at 28-1. to 1. Now, uh, in the press conference this morning, Friday morning, uh, Mark Fotheringham said Tom Lees is back from COVID, which he wasn't expected to be. Uh, he's a club captain, so whether he'll come back in, I don't know. But they won't drop Mike Michel Hellek, so it'll be between Lees and Boyle. Uh, Boyle's been man of the match the last two games, so the first two starts he's had since he's come back to Huddersfield after many years. So it'd be a real blow for him if he is dropped. 
I'm hoping he's not going to be. Now, when I first looked at this game, I thought, mm, Swansea, we like them going forward, but I don't think they're giving away much of the bat. But when I actually looked at it, that's only a small sample, two games. They gave away 0.62 against Birmingham, uh, who are admittedly a good set-piece side, and 0.44 against Wigan. So that is at least encouragement. Um, now, going back to Boyle, it's a bit of a feel-good story, really. He left Huddersfield as a youngster. He only had two appearances, 196 games and 26 goals for Cheltenham Town later. He came back this summer. Now, he's had to be really patient to get back in the team, or get in the team, sorry. Um, and Fotheringham said after his second debut, if you like, against Blackpool, um, I thought he was outstanding on his first championship start today. Off the ball defensively, on the ball in the air. He's a leader. It's important as we have lots of youngsters on the pitch. Uh, he then played against QPR in midweek. Two targets on corners, 0.2 XG. And the reports I've read from the match suggest he threw himself everything as we know he does. Mm-hmm. And I, I read one quote, he won every ball in the air, which looking at the stats, not quite true, but he nearly did. Um, none of the above is, is a surprise for most people listening to this. And if he does get this chance to... Now he's got his chance to get back in the side. He's not the sort of character, from what I can tell, that's going to give it up easily. So I think he's going to be absolutely itching to try and notch a goal as well, just to enforce his place back in the side. Now we're benefiting here from Oddschecker playing silly buggers, um, as my nan used to say. That's an old saying. That um, <laughs> Some firms are quoting him as Will Boyle, which is what his name's always been until he moved to the championship. And for some reason, some firms have started calling him William Boyle. Now, it's the same player, so don't worry about that. And if you look on Odds Checker, you'll see that um, Steve Freese mob are very short, 8-1, to because um, Steve Steve obviously keeps track on the get on the championship. And lots of there's only a couple other firms quoted, but he is quoted by everyone. And he's actually as big as 28-1, to which I'm pretty confident in saying that now that I've seen that not that he can do it at the championship level. Well, he's been named man of the match in the last two, he's only two games against two top six sides. So he can't do any more than that. But I'm happy to back uh, Will Boyle any price bigger than 16 in any game, really. So hopefully he'll play, first of all. And secondly, hopefully he'll score. Um, um, I always associate Will Boyle with Ben Tozer. That was that was one thing I noticed last weekend. Did you see what price um, Aaron Hayden goes off? Went off for Wrexham in the, uh, uh, in the two, to five, two to five, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, yeah, it was, I, I, I won't rub my hands for too long, but I thought, oh, I'll sit and watch this. It was against Oldham in the cup, wasn't it? And um, yeah, five to two, it was five to two. Rightly so. He's, he's scored he scored, he scored uh, yesterday as well. Or, I don't know where they all come from. Um, Bento's are throw-ins, but like they certainly got that uh, national league market um, fixed up. But yeah, um, excellent. Will Boyle, Hollywood ending that one. Was it was. It was. Um, who did they get in the next round? Do we know? Yeah, I can't remember. No idea. No, that's um, <laughs> on to uh, on to my nap. Uh, we mentioned some of these before. Uh, Tom Lockyer. Dara Lenahan, Kyle Bartley, um, names that should ring a bell to, to any time punters anywhere. Uh, these are the players that Blackpool have given up multiple chances to in their last three games. They got Wigan this weekend. And I, I, I look back at our notes and I, I can't remember 
actually doing it, but I think I've kind of subtly suggested that this player looks like he's due. And everything I saw on Tuesday night when Wigan um, played Coventry confirmed what I thought. And that was Jack Watmo is the bet at 17 to 1, seven months since his last goal. I was surprised at how um, how poor his goal scoring record, record was. I think he's, when he was at Portsmouth, he kind of always behind um, Ragger in the, in the Portsmouth set piece pecking order, but followed up consecutive games with chances where he's hit the bar with a header against Watford, one saved at the far post against Stoke. There's no doubt that he is the target for, for kind of set pieces, Max Power, James McLean from corners. He, it, it's, it's, it's kind of well thought out, good centre-half play as well. It's pulling back to the far post, difficult to mark. If I think back to... Um, the chances that Blackpool are giving up as well, you know, those Tom Lockyer chances all came from from Blackpool losing the header at the, at the at losing the first header at the far post. I think I'm on um, Mr. Watmo here to, to rescue something positive from what's a bad week for Wigan. Um, I think he um, I think he goes in at a, a nice price at, at seventeen to one for, for for Wigan as they head to Blackpool. sticking in the championship quite championship heavy for us this week um i'm going for watford at bristol city sorry mention them again and i'm going for william troost ekong what a name 33 to 1 uh, now watford have had a slight uptake since billich was coming on set pieces not nothing spectacular not getting carried away but as I've mentioned, well, we've both mentioned several times in the last probably six to eight weeks, this is about being against Bristol City more than being with Watford. Now, I've had a look, good look through Watford's set pieces last month or so. Now, I was originally going to select um, Francisco Cirillata, uh, but he's a little bit shorter, or quite a bit shorter, actually. And that this season, there's nothing in it. They've both got 1.2 xG. So I'm just taking them both as the same player. Mm-hmm. Uh, career record's not that good for either, but uh, if anything, uh, Truce de Kong's a, a little bit better. Uh, at this uh, this stage of the game in the season, Bristol City conceded another goal from, I think it was not a corner, but a ball after the corner to Lincoln. Was it in the FA Cup yep. last weekend? Um, okay, they had a fairly rotated side, but they still had Atkins, so they still had quite a few big hitters in. Um, and that they're just leaking so much. Uh, at this stage of the season, I'm happy to back any centre-back at 25-1 to 1 plus uh, against Bristol City, basically. Uh, Truce de Con is the biggest price of any player in the game, mm-hmm. and he's got enough, there's enough there, even if, to have a not massive interest, but to think he's, there's some upside. So I'm happy to go with William Truce de Con at 33s. Monster price, love it. Um, I'm going to head into League Two. Um, a proper blast from the past. This one, uh, listen up, because I'm only ever going to put this player up once a season. I've never managed to get him in the right spot. He kind of pops his head above the parapet every so often. And I think, yeah, he's just about due. And he, his scoring record is pretty terrible, but I think there's some good reasons to, to side with him this weekend. Remember, about a month ago, I kind of. 
I've got in my notes that you know, dropping hints that that Barrow might not be all that when it comes to defending set pieces. This was kind of in and around the time. I think Elkan Baggett got up at the far post to score for Gillingham. Rochdale racked up a few chances in that game as well. No doubt they're they're on a, a good league run, but just looking at their previous fixtures over the course of the last month or so, you've got kind of Colchester, Grimsby, Crew, Gillingham. You know, on the face of it. You know, that run continues with a visit to Crawley this weekend. However, stay with me because is 37-year-old Tony Craig on his best run of opportunities in the last five years? It's not for me to say, John, but the answer is probably maybe. Um, a towering header at the fast, far post that looks like it's heading for the far corner but goes over against Bradford. He's walked all over the Aston Villa under-21 side in the EFL Trophy, which he should do. He's found one on target there from the far post. Another expertly created chance with a little back post wonder that led to a header on the run against Grimsby. Whatever you do with Tony Craig, you know, don't look at his numbers, don't look at his scoring record, but just know that he goes in probably about once a year. This feels like it might be the time, but I'm going to be throwing a dart at 28 to 1 to back up this feeling I have about Barrow. Uh, good luck. Tony Craig backers, which will include me this weekend. Um a few now, that felt like it felt like a notebook from like six or seven years ago with putting up yes. Watmo and, and Tony Craig. Um, but um, four good selections there, John. Anything almost make your list, but not quite. Yeah, I've had an- another look this afternoon. There's a few more. Originally, I didn't like the coupon much, really. Uh, lots of the games in League One, especially, they're not really the best matchup-wise. Uh, nothing else in the Championship than what we've mentioned uh, just a note in League One, there's a quite an interesting former club system here. You've got Josh Windass going back to Accrington, mm-hmm. um, his first ever club. Uh, and he tweeted this week, uh, first time back at the club that helped uh, and the staff that helped shape my career massively. I've got a lot to thank him for, etc., etc. I'm slightly surprised he'd never played them before, but he went to Rangers, didn't he, for a few years. Mm-hmm. Uh, off the back of Accrington, so he's obviously a short price because he's a forward player, but I just thought I'd mention it for anyone who likes the former club system. Um, League 2, the first game I looked at was, well, the first fixture I looked for was to see who Colchester were playing, who I'm still against at the moment. Then I looked and realised it was Crew. Uh, <laughs> I looked, I don't know, every so often I look at Crew set pieces and I think, why am I even bothering? Because... <laughs> You, you know there's going to be nothing there and you think and then you try and like manufacture something that's not there uh, then I smashed my head against the PC and just gave up for a bit so it's uh, you, you know what it's like with crew it's really hard to uh, I even tried to look at is it Sass Davis Billy uh, yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> a funny story with him yeah I've, I've been he was right on the radar like early last season just trying to remember this now That's but he, right, he yeah. is he is just having a look yeah six foot three um yeah, yeah he was um, he, but he, he can't he can't head the ball now, yeah and he, he, i don't think he's ever had a proper run in the side either has he but um no decent header last week or so. it was fairly recently but um i just gave up it's too it's a hard enough game really we're trying to manufacture teams that don't really create much from set pieces is, is you know you're asking for too much really unless the price is absolutely ridiculous um newport i wanted to be with as we mentioned but they're playing stockport which is pretty much the worst spot in the whole league in terms of what we're looking for um this name we 
I think I think I mentioned it very early on. Uh, Mishi Efite for Grimsby. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, and what's interesting there? He's always had an open play threat, and he scored quite a few goals last season in the in the conference. It's not called that anymore, is it? But anyway, um, <laughs> uh, Glennon on the other side seems to be getting linked with everyone, Championship clubs. But I really like uh, Efite. He as I say, we know about his open play threat, but he actually scored a really good header against Plymouth in the FA Cup last weekend. Mm. Yeah, he's uh, um he's yeah. a fullback, but with a with a set piece Correct. threat. Right? He's um yeah, you get yeah. that. Yeah, you get, you get the advantage of a attacking fullback. He, um, I think he, I think I'm right in saying that as the season's gone on, he's now going up for every set piece, but he wasn't before at the start of the season. Um, he's still, he's not a short price, but he, he's. He's a reasonable price. If that's confirmed, then I've definitely got my eye on him uh, fairly fairly shortly. Uh, the last one was something I noted from a Twitter account, which is a really good uh, follow for these sort of things. It's uh, an account called Mansfield Musings. Oh, okay. Um, very, uh, very sort of, what's the word? Um, niche. Not too... Yeah, niche. <laughs> right, certainly niche, but so is, the, so is the stuff we look at. But um, that's probably even more niche reading Mansfield Musings. But uh, balanced is the word. It's not too – some of the club accounts and the fan accounts, they think every player should be in the Premier League and you know, or, or they think every player is rubbish. And, but whoever behind this account, very balanced um, – and very, uh, I find them a very good reviewer of their games, regardless of the result. Now, they mentioned during the game last weekend that uh, um, defender, they've got Elliot Hewitt. <laughs> now, uh, he can play anywhere, but he was playing in defence. Now, he went up for the last two corners in the game. Sorry, it was midweek, not last weekend. Now, he only went up for two corners in the whole game, and they were towards the end. The first one, the header hit the keeper and uh, Will, Swan, Will Swan even knocked in the rebound. Uh, and the second one, I think he just glanced it wide or something like that. Um, now, the account meant, uh, actually said said something on the lines of, he's our tallest player and he's finally gone up for a set piece. Now, this was after uh, Harbottle had been taken off injured. Uh, so I'm not sure... You really need to look at the teams because um, Nigel Clough seems to be picking some unusual teams at the moment as well. But he is 16-1 to 1 best, which is okay considering they're playing Rochdale. So I'm going to keep an eye on that one. That will probably be the closest one for me. You know, um, when you look through those Rochdale Mansfield prices, you, you know what happens when you scroll down past Elliot here, don't you? You no, know what happens no, when no, you keep don't. on scrolling no. and scrolling. No, no, no. Yeah, you, know, you know he had zero point one five xg last weekend. Then you do. I you don't do care. Know. No, I don't care. Forty to one. You, it's forty to one. What? Can can uh, can we get Steve Freefund to say why he's twelve to one? Is he, um, <laughs> is, he is he is he okay? Um, <laughs> Maybe I can't, they I, I can't. I can't back. So you know that game. I put him up. I, like you, I think you said to me. You put it perfectly. He doesn't attack the ball. Um, just he, the ball it. just hits him. Yeah. He, he, um, he, he. To be honest, he's the same defending. He's he's not. He, he's not the most aggressive. Put it that way. So, I hear everything um, you say, John. But in, I'm now still <laughs> cooking. There we go. Yeah. Add to basket. Excellent, Sam Graham. Oh, <laughs> awesome. Uh, Gold, plenty Golden to look. Graham's. Exactly. Yeah. This could be the week. This could be the week. Um, awesome. Um, a, a comprehensive overview of, of anytime notebook runners. Uh, our job gets either 
um, a little bit easier or a little bit harder next week, John, when, um, yeah, last round of Premier League and Championship fixtures before we break for a World Cup. Um, I think I'm, I'm tempted to, um, in the downtime, to have a little look at some uh, some World Cup teams and try and pick out some some set-piece vulnerabilities, which I'm sure we... Yes. Plenty I, had, I, had a, I had a little look today, actually. started doing a little bit of, not work on it, but a little few notes. So, yeah, we can... Um, if you want to, it's a bit highbrow for us, isn't it? I think it sounds like some World Cup content, though, which will be plentiful over the next few weeks. Um, maybe we could add our own little spin on that, as well as you know, putting up. As we, we could, we could talk about yeah, Brazil versus Argentina in one breath, and then talk about Tony Craig missing a sitter from six yards <laughs> in another, which sounds like exactly our cup of tea. Uh, John, yeah. absolute pleasure as always. Uh, good luck with your punting this weekend. Be lucky to everyone else. Uh, we'll speak again next week. Thanks, mate. Good luck. Bye-bye.